Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 5. When we last visited Wren Island, we'd met Allison's Aunt Amelia and Aunt Macy. We'd met Aunt Amelia's two pet birds, Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon. And we'd gotten a hint that all might not be on the up and up about the aunt's visit. We'll spend about six minutes reading this scene. Here we go. Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 1, Scene 5. When her niece pulled the boat up to a long dock with an immaculate building on one side of it, Amelia thought she might be in a sort of half-imaginary, half-real dream. Beyond the dock, a wide beach sloped up to a grassy dune and, wonder of wonders, a fairy tale castle in the woods. Wouldn't Anne have loved it? Allison and Macy collected the luggage. Amelia gathered the birdcage and her snacks. Once they were off the dock, Allison and Macy chattered on ahead. Amelia navigated driftwood, rocks, and clumps of seaweed. Allison had stopped walking and was pointing to the far edge of the forest where it sloped down to the water. There's a bald eagle's nest in that tree. My neighbors say this pair has built several nests on Wren. I'm hoping they'll settle on this one next spring. Allison resumed walking. Watch your step along here. These rocks create an uneven path. They were climbing stone steps, then standing between two concrete lions. Amelia patted one lion's head, then the other. Here we are. Allison reached to open the red arched door. Amelia was the first to step inside. She'd always remember that. She'd always remember that she got to see the magnificent entry with no one ahead of her, with no one blocking her view. It was almost like the house welcomed her, welcomed her, Amelia Theodore. First, she was in an alcove where a low ceiling sloped down to wrought iron candle holders on either side. Then she was stepping into a bright circle, hardwood floors in an elegant pattern, a thick round rug in deep and bright blues, curving walls the shade of a robin's egg, an ornate dark wood stairwell climbing one wall, and look at the ceiling! a perfect dome with a glittering chandelier dropping down from its center. Next to her, Macy sank into a ladder-backed chair. Goodness, this is really something. Allison grinned. Wait until you see the rest of the house. The rest of the house? Amelia peeked at what she could see. One of the rooms off the entry boasted two-story windows, a fireplace surrounded by an elaborately carved mantle and a grand piano. On the other side of the entry, another large room, another large fireplace, another wall of window panes. Other than the piano and the chair Macy was sitting on, there wasn't a stick of furniture anywhere. A big brown dog was creeping, shy, across the round rug toward her. Amelia set down the birdcage and reached out one hand. Louise takes a while to get to know new people, Allison warned. She won't be comfortable enough to... 
the dog crept closer to Amelia, sniffed her hand, sniffed at the top of the birdcage, wagged her tail, and sat next to Amelia. Allison laughed. I never know what to expect with that dog. Louise must think you're A-OK, Aunt Amelia. Amelia smiled. I think Louise is A-OK, too. Allison glanced around. There's another dog around here somewhere. Let's leave the luggage for now and get you two refreshed. Would you like a glass of water with lemon? A cup of hot tea? Amelia followed Allison and Macy along a corridor lit by wall sconces. They passed a sunken room with a television and a sectional. When Amelia stopped, here in the cozy room, a big dog next to her stopped too. Then they caught up to the others in the kitchen. The kitchen! A wide and long island topped with a clean white countertop ran the length of it. On one wall, built-in glass cabinets hovered over more white countertops. Ceiling beams ran the length of the room. Where did that door at the end lead to? A sunroom with a concrete floor. And not a stick of furniture in that room either. As Allison and Macy chattered around the kitchen, Amelia chose a chair at the round, weathered wood table. Could it get any better? It could, because she was pretty sure she was sitting smack dab in the middle of a turret. Amelia Theodore in a turret. Beyond the curved wall of windows around her, a boulder anchored the sloping forest. Nuthatches scampered through the crisscrossing vines. Close your mouth, Amelia. Do you want to catch flies? Macy clunked mugs for tea and continued her conversation with Allison. So we said to ourselves, why not come by and see how our Allison is getting along? How are you doing, sweetheart? Allison carried a tray with a teapot and three mugs to the table. The diamond stud earrings lining the edge of her ear sparkled. I'm doing just fine now that I've got this house all fixed up the way I want it. The renovations were a hassle, of course, but all that's finished now, and I stay busy with my work. Work? Macy added napkins to the table and sat. I'm writing songs. Allison poured tea and set a mug in front of Amelia. Or trying to, anyway. How sweet, Macy patted Allison's arm. And since you don't need money, it won't matter how good they are. You can have fun writing whatever you want. Allison wiped the edge of the teapot. It's true I don't need to sell my songs to pay the bills, but I'd like to write something that mattered to someone. Macy was patting Allison's arm again. Aren't you lucky, though? You'll never have to worry about money again. You'll always be able to take care of yourself, and you'll always be able to take care of everyone you love. At this, Amelia set down her mug of tea. Wasn't it about time they filled Allison in on the details? I think what Macy is leading up to, Allison, is that I wasn't leading up to anything. Macy flapped a napkin at Amelia. I was simply stating the obvious fact that our Allison is completely independent. And isn't that nice for her sake? Isn't that nice for our Allison? Amelia nodded and picked up her mug. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 5. And oh dear, what is Aunt Macy up to? But wow, thanks to Aunt Amelia's description of it, it's clear Allison's property on Wren Island is really something. There's plenty of room for the ants to move in. Oops, I mean, there's plenty of room for the ants to visit. In the next episode, we'll find out what Allison thinks about all this. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast 
or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff, like real-time, behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.